Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. I say this all the time that when someone comes in for a reading, they should have no expectations. Because I think what happens sometimes is when we want to hear something so specific, dot, 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 like one, two, three, A, B, C. When I channel, when I read, things are shown in my frame of reference, signs and symbols. And a lot of times the things that we obsess over, the things that we worry about, spirit is not. They realize and they see from the other side that those things do not help us heal when we don't have control over certain things. And this is the thing that I admired and loved about Alan's session today. It was so unique in a sense that he came into this session wanting to hear something very specific and his loved ones delivered. And I admire them for that. They gave him the peace and comfort in knowing, but more importantly, encouraged him to continue to love, honor, and respect himself and to let go of others' burdens and choices that we do not have control over. I hope you all enjoy this very unique episode of Hey Spirit. There are several things as I was giving my speech to. So what happens is sometimes spirit will start to communicate with me as I'm giving my speech. I didn't feel who I was getting the information from yet, but all I kept hearing was, please tell him that he's not alone. So sometimes someone might just feel that way, even if they might have a lot of family, but depending on the, the person that they lost, that's how they feel. Does that make sense, Alan? It does. I'm going to start with someone that just came from the back. Who was the father figure for you that's departed? Is your dad departed? Yes. Okay. So no, your dad steps forward, but he came from the back of the room. So I'm going to interpret it this way for you, Alan. Were you not expecting to hear from your dad? Or were you afraid that maybe your dad wouldn't come through? I didn't, you know, I, I'm not sure who, who would come through or what to expect. So, you know, anyone that comes forward, I, I'm not surprised. Okay. So, cause I just, I noticed there was soul standing in the front, but your dad came from the back. That's why I, I asked you that. So now that your dad steps forward and he says, Alan, I want you to know how proud I am of you. He says, I am so sorry for the losses that you had to suffer and for what you had to go through here in the physical world without me. And I'm sorry, I was not able to be there for you. And I feel like your dad is gone for some time. Is that correct? Yes. So knowing that through all maybe trials uh, or things that you had to go through through your life, your dad is saying, I'm sorry that I was not able to be here for you. And more importantly, acknowledging how proud he is of you on how you've been able to carry yourself with dignity and or grace. Your dad says that the wife is with him. So that will either be your mom and or if you lost a spouse. Yes, she passed away first. Mom? Mom. Okay. So know that, that she steps forward. Um, she's all, she's all gussied up though. Her hair's all done. She's wearing pearls and she looks beautiful. And I feel like your dad just turned to her and he's like, you look beautiful. That would be a good characterization of her. 
she just looks stunning. And she just keeps saying, my son, my son, my son. So are you either the, sometimes a soul might say that if you're the only son, um, if you're the youngest, it, it's just acknowledging that bond and relationship that you shared with your mom. She, your mom is so gentle with you. And I feel like your dad is like, stop treating him like a baby. He's a grown man. He's strong. Stop coddling him like he's a baby. <laughs> That's about right. And, and your mom is like, oh, you hush now. <laughs> she just hushed him. And I'm like, and he's like, can you believe my wife just hushed me? I'm like, no, I can't believe, I can't believe she did just hush you. <laughs> so know that this is their way of acknowledging also. I, but I also feel like your mom, she's like, Teresa, she says, you don't understand. She says, my son carries so many burdens. She says, and they're not his burdens to carry. Your mom showed me a separation. Well, who was the young male that passed? How do you connect with that? I had a really close friend. You thought of him as like a brother. Is that correct? See, a soul makes me feel the bond that you shared with them. Do you understand that? They make me feel. Do I, can you see the goosebumps all on my arms? I have. Did, do you, did you get the goosebumps, Alan? Or did you feel like a warmth or some type of sensation throughout your body? Just the overrun of emotion. It's somebody I hadn't thought about in 20 years. It was like in the late 80s when he passed away. Wow. This is the thing that amazes me about spirit, Alan. Your mom and your dad, when they first came forward, they were like, you are not alone. That was the number, the first thing that they had me say to you, that you're not alone. And then they made me feel like that you had to go through so much loss. And it's almost like year after year, all this loss, and you carry these burdens of feeling that you could have prevented someone's departure or you should have been there more for them. Is that correct? That's true. So know that this is spirit's way of saying to you, I do not want you to carry this burden and or guilt. Now, you're the, the young male that died, like the brother energy connected to you, he makes me taste blood. So he passed tragically? He actually he passed away carbon monoxide. He fell asleep in a car. But I'm going to say this because he looked at me and he goes, I didn't know that that, that was happening. Because he looked at me and he says, I didn't think I was going to die. He didn't. Did you guys work on cars together or some type we of machinery? Oh, oh, you worked together. Because he made me feel like that you were the, the guy for him that no matter what was going on in his life, like he could talk to or he could come to. So know that even after all these years, Alan, this gentleman steps forward and says, I am so sorry that my death has, I'm going to use the term, Alan, has haunted you for all these years. Because he stood next to the Blessed Mother to validate for me, that's my symbol for that the soul is safe and at peace with God. It's just been so long ago, you know, but I mean, when it happened, it was really stunning. I talked to him that afternoon and the next morning I got the call. You know, we were just kind of like each other's buddy. You know, we were always hanging out together. He went out and, and just got in the car and it was cold that evening and he cranked the car up and he fell asleep. Validating for you that his soul is at peace and more importantly, safe with God. Did someone pass from the brain or like an aneurysm, Alzheimer's or dementia? My father did. Okay. 
So know that your dad says, I don't want you to remember me in that way. And I want to thank you for taking good care of me because he showed me a light switch. And when spirit shows me a light switch and they turn it off, it's just my symbol, Alan, that we had to make choices and decisions connected to someone's health care. I don't care what it is. Doctors, medications, facilities, keeping them at home, whatever it is, know that your dad wants to thank you. Now I understand what your mom meant by with everything that you had to go through without me. She says, and you always did it with dignity and grace and the best that you could at that time. I tried. Now, who had the issue with the legs or something with the back? Spirit just made my legs go numb. So that's my symbol for that. They had a disability and or ailment and or they couldn't move freely here in the physical world. My mother. So know that she says from the moment my soul left the physical body, I did not take that with me. I left that all with the physical body. There has to be something. Did you tell your dad that it was okay to let go and to leave the physical world? Yes. He was in a lot of pain. So know that your dad wants to thank you for releasing his soul here and allowing him to leave the physical world with dignity and grace. As hard as that was, know that your dad said, I needed to hear that from you. I feel like your dad was not a man um, of a, where he spoke about emotion, about his emotions. And he just said, I wished I thanked my son for everything that he did for me and how he was there for me. He said, because I was not always a ray of sunshine. I was very cranky at times. If there was anything that left you uh, feeling bad or sad about the things that your dad would say and or do, know that he says, I am so sorry. That was not me. That was my illness. And I am so sorry that that left you in that way. Who's the young female that departed? My first love passed away. Okay. So like a wife. We were together and then we were apart and mm -hmm. then we were back together. And okay. then um, she tragically passed away. Okay. So I'm going to say this. Your loved ones were very protective of you, Alan, of her coming forward. When I first connected with your dad, he said, tell my son that I have his wife with him. And then we went to your mom because I could your dad kind of made me feel like this was a very um, sensitive subject with you. Remember what I said earlier on how a soul makes me feel the bond. So even if see like your friend that passed, he came through, made me feel like that brother energy. Because that was the bond that you shared. You were very close, correct? She's making me feel like that, that wife bond. Acknowledging her feelings for you. And I'm going to say, remember when I said to you earlier about the tragedy and I kept tasting the blood and I felt a protection from your loved ones. So know that they bring her forward. And I'm saying they only because you, your loved ones don't separate. They stand together. And when souls stand together, it means that the information comes from all of them. So know that they bring her forward. And she says, I don't want, do you feel that you could have prevented her departure? 
or that if things were different, she wouldn't have died. Cause she says, I need Alan to know that I want to thank him for being there for me. I don't want him to feel that he could have, or should have been able to prevent my departure. I mean, in some ways that's correct, but you know, I mean, it was just a matter of time before, you know, life takes its toll. Listen, when a soul says, they could not have prevented my departure. I am going to take responsibility for my passing. That doesn't mean that a soul intentionally takes their own life. Whatever the situation is or was, it means that spirit takes the responsibility for their actions, sometimes a non-action. If they were sick and they didn't take care of themselves or did the opposite or didn't go to the doctor, whatever it is, they take responsibility for their actions, not wanting you to feel that you could have or should have been there more, done more, or more importantly, together, that she never would have died. Fair enough? Yes. Did you have a dream of her? Um, I have. And I don't dream of my loved ones that have died. She just showed me. She goes, I've told him in a dream that I was okay. So I don't care if it was just for a split second when you just saw her and she was healthy, she was beautiful, she was fine, smiling, and it was for a split second. I don't care if she never spoke to you. It validates that that was her soul showing herself to you and saying, look, I am okay. Even though I left the physical world in a tragic way, my soul is at peace and I don't want you remembering or trying to figure out what happened to me. When spirit shows me a puzzle and then they remove a piece from the puzzle, that's my symbol for where we feel that there's more to the passing or we feel that something's missing. I guess my biggest thing is, is that I was close with my mother's side of the family mm -hmm. and her sister and, and my grandmother. And since they passed, it just, you know, the, the family is not together anymore. Yeah. It always feels like there is a piece missing in the puzzle. You know, can I just say this to you? The first thing before I even knew who had passed away for you, the first thing they made me feel was to tell you that you weren't alone. And here we are now, after all these departures, you feel as if you were alone or the family just isn't the same or something is missing. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's right. Cause I do feel like I'm alone. And even though you might have other family members or you, you have friends or fair enough. Yes. It's that feeling that you have deep in your soul. The spirit says to you, I'm going to interpret it this way because your dad stepped forward and he said, he made me feel like that you were trying to reach out to family members. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And maybe you didn't get the response that you thought or that it might have been different. It wasn't the response I was hoping for. And how would I know that? Well, you know, that's why I was so asking for this was because I, I feel like there is so many unanswered questions. Mm -hmm. I think about it a lot. You know, sometimes I assess about it, but, you know, it's just because I feel like there's so many unanswered questions and there's nobody that can answer it but them. Mm -hmm. Did your mom use the term hush? Sometimes, yeah. Because I never heard that before. And she said it again. She says, hush now. She says, all you need to know is how much you were loved. She says, and I don't ever want you to forget that. Who's the sister that passed? 
yeah, I mean, it was it was her sister and and it was my aunt. We were we were pretty close. I would go and spend a lot of time with them. Did you find something out about your family after your parents died? They're showing me something of like where someone finds out something about either their parents or about their life, and then they don't know what to believe or what to do. So they're showing me a situation what happened in my family recently. We had found out um, that that we have a cousin and my uncle didn't know about her and she was put up for adoption. So your family is showing me that. And then it's, it's almost like that where you find out something that's so baffling and you don't understand it and you don't know why. And it really wasn't a big deal. And why did they keep this from me? But yet I felt like it wasn't so much of an adoption. Does that make sense? I think a lot of, I mean, to be honest with you, a lot of it stems to be uh, financial, how, how financially things went. Okay. So correct on where you found out things, but you don't know what to think after that. Right. I mean, it was kind of a um, surprise how it kind of turned out. Okay. I'm just, because I was trying to ask your mom and your mom was just like, she was like, hush, we don't have to talk about it. And I, and I don't know why. And she made me feel like that it really wasn't a big deal. So I don't know what she's talking about. I have no idea what it is that went on with you, but she just keeps focusing on how much the family bond was and how much love was there. That's what she's focusing on. She just showed me land. So do you own a lot of property or do you live on a lot of land? They owned a lot of land. Uh, okay. Your dad made me feel like that there are certain things that we can't change. And there's no reason for you to obsess over something that we can't fix. Does that make sense? Yes. Your mom said you will always be okay. But you have to be a little bit kinder to yourself. She makes me feel like like you place burdens on yourself and carry other people's burdens of whether choices or decisions that aren't yours to carry. I mean, what you're saying is true. Okay, I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have literally no idea. Now they just showed me something when someone um, comes in. So sometimes when spirit shows me things that I have clear signs and symbols for, and then they show me the opposite, it's my symbol for that. I'm not, I'm not too familiar with what they're going to talk about. Okay. So they showed me, um, after someone passes, they put me in a lawyer's office and they showed me three piles of paper. They removed the middle paper and then they removed and they moved a property line. So that's my symbol for of where someone tried to, or they did acquire things that technically wasn't supposed to be theirs. Technically, you're right. And how do you connect with the porch? Do you have a porch? Is there something about a porch? Well, I mean, my grandmother had a porch and I would go stay with them and we would spend a lot of time out on the porch. And that's where we would, you know, talk a lot. So there was a lot of time spent on the porch. Okay. That's, that's kind of ironic. Okay. So whatever it is that you lost, however you want to interpret it, lost, taken, whatever it is. I love how they brought me to this. And your grandmother brought us to this moment of love and security, right? On where you felt safe. 
And I think that validates your mom, validating on we can't change what had happened. I want you to just focus instead of obsessing over things that we don't have control over to focus on the love and support that you had from us and that you still have. The woman that passed away, the love of your life or your first love? First love. She showed me, she brought me to a picnic table and and put like a heart and then put your initials in it. So is that something you did or did you carve her name or, or both of your names into a piece of wood? Um, once upon a time in a tree. <laughs> because she showed it to me. Her soul showed it to me to say, I want you to know how much, even after all those years, how much you meant to me. And I always remembered that. Who struggles or struggled with uh, the depression? I guess that would be me. Okay. Your mom is very strong, your mom. And she makes me feel like she just keeps saying, can you please tell my son that he is a lot to live for? and how special he is. And I don't want him to feel bad or sad. And I, I looked at her and I said, you know, that's very easy to say. And, you know, cause she makes me feel like you're a very private person. Is that correct? Yes. When that happens, it's not easy. Spirit makes me feel how you feel. And if we're private, I could see they show me my symbol for a privacy sign. And I have and I respect that. But your mom was she's like, Teresa, she says, please. She said, can you please help me give my son the faith and hope that he needs? And more importantly, that he deserves. How do you connect with trees? Do, did you just clear trees on your property or did you cut down trees? I've cut a lot of firewood in the past. Oh, okay. So it, it's cutting. She, I was actually going to ask you if you were a logger and I, no, I just saw someone with like logs of like trunks of trees. So I don't, I don't even know what a logger is, <laughs> but um, I think it's your mom's way of also validating for you that she says, I don't want you to give up on anything or anyone, especially yourself. Because I asked her, I said, okay, I said, I understand. I can see he's lost a, a lot of loved ones. Fair enough, Alan? Yes. And your mom is, and I feel like she's the one that's gone, I think, the longest, your mom. Is that correct? That's correct. She is just like, I. she's, she's like, enough is enough. I need to restore his faith in life, his faith in himself. That is what your session is all about your dad, like then step forward. And he's like, and you know what? Sometimes you have to let go of things that just don't serve us a purpose. I don't want to use this term, Alan. I don't know what it is, but they keep showing me this thing of like, if in a terms of like, like family secrets or like family history, whatever it is. You understand that? I think it's because I have a lot of memories. I think that it's in, and your mom is just so adamant on just being, I want you to remember the love. Maybe that's why your grandmother brought up the porch. <laughs> you sitting on the porch because that was, that was a time of where you felt safe, 
right? Well, you have beautiful memories. Is that that house on that porch? Did you try to keep that house? Uh, no, that was one of the contentions to um, the whole finance thing and the land. Okay. Because they showed me my symbol for of understanding and supporting the position of letting it go. That's why I asked you if you tried to keep it, whatever it is or was. Do you understand that? If you feel that they would be upset, whatever happened. Fair enough. Yes. I feel like I should have been a part of it. And I uh, wasn't. This is the thing, Alan. Your dad just said, right, wrong, or indifferent. It's not going to change the fact of what they did. Fair enough. Yes. Does it stink? Is it not fair? Absolutely. But your mom says, if you allow people to hurt you in that way, because it's uh, your mom is making me feel like it's more than just what was taken from you or what you weren't included in or had any say about. They can't take the memories. Nobody can take the love that you felt from your grandmother, from your parents, from your first love. Fair enough. Nobody can take that from you unless you allow them to. This is not going to be easy for me to say, say this to you. Remember your dad was showing me like water under the bridge, like let it just be water under the bridge. I, I don't want to say that to you. But they are making me feel like there is nothing that we can do. And this isn't something that just happened, correct? This is something that happened years ago? Yes. How about we let the justice be that they know what happened? You're right. Let's obsess or think about the beautiful memories. And I love how they brought up those memories. Did you have a dog that died as well? Yes. Yeah. Because your, your dad brought forward the dog. Truth be known, I've had, I've had a lot of dogs and a lot of them have, you know, passed on. Did you have four? I've had four before. Okay, because that's what they just showed me for. Validating, they know. So I'm, I'm going to say this to you. This is exactly what your session is about. You are not alone. Your loved ones haven't left you. They know what has gone on and how you have carried the burden of having to let go of something and things that maybe you didn't want to, or you didn't even have a say in fair enough. Yes. Your loved ones are acknowledging that they know what has gone on. We can't change it. The only thing that we can change is how we allow it to affect us, how we move on from this. Fair enough? Yes. So I'm going to say all your, your, all your loved ones lined up. So whoever this goes to, your mom, your dad, your aunt, your grandmother standing in front of you, who were you named after? They just told me you were the namesake. My middle name is my father's name. Okay. Validating for you that they want you to imagine them all standing in front of you. You smell things that remind you of your dad? Yes. Know that that's real. Know that it's not your imagination. It's not wishful thinking. Could your grandmother always make you laugh? Um, yeah. Because she goes, you know what he smells? My good cooking. <laughs> that's how he knows it's me. Is that true? <laughs> that's true. She was a hell of a cook. 
And all of a sudden you'll just get like a whiff of food, right? Like a, a scent. And it's like, wow, what was that? Nothing's cooking. Know that that is her soul validating that your loved ones have not left you. I feel that your loved ones have validated enough for me that I'm not going to understand what it is that you would like an answer for. I can't guarantee you that you're going to get an answer. This is why I'm very good at what I do. And I don't try to figure things out. If you ask spirit a question, they have to give me a yes or no answer and or feeling before you finish your question. I listen to you, but I have to listen and be more in tune to how spirit makes me feel. And if I don't get anything, Alan, I will be very honest and tell you that I did not get anything. That's my symbol for where spirit is not concerned about it. Fair enough? Yes. So I'll give you that opportunity if that's something that you would like to do. My grandmother and grandfather had a homestead and mm -hmm. had a lot of property. And once my um, grandmother passed away, my everything was because my mother had already passed everything was left to my aunt and and my cousins and so when my aunt passed away pretty much my cousins inherited everything and they and gave you nothing they they sold the homestead and, and when they sold the homestead i wasn't included in it but when my grandmother had passed i was included right so now remember when I told you before, when they had me in the lawyer's office and they showed me the three piles of paper and they removed the, there was something missing. Fair enough. That's right. They showed me that before you explained it all. Because your, your parents, your grandparents told me that there was nothing that we could do. That's awful. So whatever happened, happened. They knew what had happened. But there is nothing we can do to change that. Your grandfather stepped forward and said, unless if you find the original will. It's been so many years ago. It's, it's pretty much, like you said, water under the bridge at this point. But it's right. still a person wondering, you know, what if? This is the other thing. What if what? Your grandmother said it's still not going to change the fact of the bond and relationship that we had, that we shared. Your mother, the first thing was like, my son, my son, my son. And your grandmother reminiscing about you sitting on the porch with her of having this family bond and connection. Your loved ones, they didn't want to keep harping on this because there was nothing they can do to change it. It's not like they can say, you know what, go find the original will. It's here. I didn't see it. It was like, yeah, your grandfather. Yep. You know what? Go find the original will, but we're not going to be able to find it. I feel like um, after my, my aunt inherited the, the homestead and everything, I, I think you're correct as far as the, the lawyer's office, I believe. It was changed. The, the will was redrawn, and when mm -hmm. it was redrawn, it was drawn without me being a part of it. Was that right? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But we can't change that. Right. But it still makes you wonder why. You know, my... I had a conversation with my aunt before she passed away and she told me clearly, she said, you know, when, once, I, once I pass on this, this house and this property will be divided and, and rest assured you are a part of it. But then once she passed away, I found out that I wasn't. So that wasn't on her part. Uh, you know, I, I wonder if it was or if it wasn't. So 
The only thing I can revert back to, Alan, is what your grandfather said, unless if you find that original will. Before you finished what you said before, I had heard money changes people. Money makes people do awful things. Your mom said to me, and Teresa, after all of this, my son still try to maintain a family bond with them. Is that correct? That's correct. She says, and I would rather have my son the way that he is and who he is, his morals and traditions and values, because that is what we installed in him. That means more to us than any property and any amount of money. Your dad said you will always be fine. You will always be okay. And you will always have those memories that no one can ever take from you. Now I understand why. <laughs> Think about it. You're, they just kept going back to the original thing of just wanting you to know how loved you were. I think this is the first time in someone's session where that has happened. We all love and miss our loved ones, correct? But there's a part of me, Alan, that you know that with each and every one of your loved ones, it was time for them to go because they were suffering. And if they stayed, it would not be a quality of life. Even though you didn't want to let them go, you knew that it was their soul's time to leave. Fair enough? Fair enough. And then after all that you've done for everyone in your family, it was very hurtful. And yeah. it wasn't even that you were asking for an equal part. You were just asking for something. Is that correct? Based off of what I was told. So know that they say we know what has gone on. That wasn't our original intent. I am sorry for what has happened, but nobody can take the memories from you. Let the justice be that we know and that we love you and that you are not alone. I almost was made to have the feeling, Alan, sometimes, you know, when a parent loses a child, there's sometimes I will sit and I will say to the parent, I know that there is nothing that Spirit can have me say in this moment that is going to take away your pain and your sorrow and your grief. Um, I kind of feel the same way with you in this moment of that the way that you were hurt and there is nothing you're still going to have that, but they don't want you focusing on that. They don't want you to fo focus on the negative. They want you to take care of yourself mentally and physically. I found your session to be very unique. I feel like as you go back and you remember the session on how they were coming through, because they're like bringing me through the, the beginning. First thing, it was almost like they were acknowledging your bond relationship, how something was missing, right? And this is how you felt, but it's water under the bridge. There's nothing we can do. It's out of our hands. So maybe every time you think about it now, instead of getting upset, obsessing over it, we can stop, feel the emotion and replace it with, well, I know that they know what has happened. They know what has gone on. 
And I have the beautiful memories that no one can ever take from me. That's right. I watched your grandmother lean over and kiss you. And she said, don't ever forget. Don't ever forget. And I feel like she started singing. So I don't know if she always sang to you um, or she was always singing. She would hum a lot. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I want to thank you uh, for allowing me to share my gift with you. You know, and I think that because it has held you back and has destroyed your soul in a sense, Alan, because of what has happened, your loved ones were very protective of you over this. Yes, because they didn't want they don't want to fuel any more anger uh, or sadness within you. It's almost like and your dad is the one that always comes through and it's like water under the bridge. Let's just bury it. It, it, there, it is what it is. There is nothing that we can do or say that is going to change this. Is it unfair? Absolutely. But there is nothing we can do about it. But the thing that we can do is not allow it to affect you as a person. That is what spirit is concerned about. They're not concerned about anything else because we can't change that. But they can change and give you the encouragement to love and honor and respect yourself the way that you deserve to be. Instead of wallowing in the anger and disappointment that you have for others. You had a lot of loved ones come through. I think you were surprised at the brother energy. And I loved how... Um, your first love came forward and make, made me feel like she was your wife um, and then showed me the carving of the name. I thought that was very unique. So I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to share my gift with you. And I hope this helps you with moving forward and letting go of the disappointment that you have for people here in the physical world. There are people that watch over you and you just wonder, mm -hmm. are, are they really there? Are they really, you know, present is there is there people out there looking over you alan first thing they have me say you are not alone you are not alone we are here with you your mother the first one that died right and your dad they were the first ones to say that to you there is only so much that they can do when things come down to free will choices especially when they're choices that other people make we don't have control over that they don't have control over that. And you know what? It only takes one bad apple. Correct, Alan? So you might have had three, say, cousins. Fair enough. But you might have had one bad apple in there that changed things or didn't want things to happen. Fair enough? Yeah. And a lot. And like I said, money makes people do a lot of greedy, selfish, and unfair things. Whether if they felt you deserved it or not, that wasn't for anyone else to decide. I agree. So we're not responsible for other people's actions. But we are responsible on how we allow their actions to affect us. That's what we're responsible for. And that is what they kept driving home today. That's what they kept going back to. They kept going back to that. We know what has gone on. Let the justice be that we know and how you cherish the memories. And that means the world to them. I want to thank you, Alan. I hope this helps you um, in your healing process. And it gives you the peace and comfort in knowing that they haven't left you, that they are still with you and that they do know what has gone on. Thank you so much, Alan.
I wish you all the best. Thank you. I'm Alan Paxton, and I live in Huntersville, North Carolina. I think it was a little bit surprising that some of the things that she knew, I will admit that I was a little disappointed in the fact that I, I was hoping that some of the people that I was hoping that would come forward didn't actually come forward, and I was a little surprised by the people who did come forward. But all in all, I believe that she was pretty much right on the money with a lot of what she told me. When we started out, she brought up the fact that there was a, a young person that had come forward and a friend of mine had accidentally died back in the late 80s. And, and so, you know, it's been quite some time since I've thought about it. But at the time, you know, it was really hard to deal with because it just happened so suddenly. And for her just to come right out of the gate with it, it really surprised me because that's something... Like I said, I haven't really concentrated or thought about in years. We were really close friends. We have become pretty close buddies, and we had started doing a lot of things together, hanging out together and running around together. We worked together as well. It was really surprising when it happened. There were some things that I kind of thought about after, I, after my reading that I thought that was a little bit more specific to my situation and everything. And I, I really do understand that, that it's really hard to read somebody without having their presence in front of you. So, you know, the fact that she knew the things that she knew just by reading over the internet made things, you know, really surprising in a way. One thing she asked me, she said, did my mother used to say hush a lot? And, and she actually did, you know, she would tell me to hush. And so after the reading, I kind of thought about that a little bit. And, you know, it did remind me of some of the times that she did tell me that, or that that was one of her sayings. My father came forward and, and did most of the speaking. And that was kind of surprising to me because ever since he's passed away, I haven't concentrated so much on him as I have some others, opening questions that I had. And so I was really hoping that they would be the ones who would have come forward to possibly shine some light on the questions that I had. But the fact that my father came through was kind of a, a relief in a way because when he passed away, we had somewhat of uh, closure because he was diagnosed with cancer and he didn't survive much longer after his diagnosis. The time that he was still alive, we seemed to communicate a lot more than when he was well. Maybe some of the things that I concentrated on or questioned or worried about were things that I really should just let go and let it be. The night after the reading, I, I had a dream and my father and my mother were present and it's not the first time that I've had dreams with them being in my dreams, but it was the first time I felt kind of at ease by their presence. There's there's too much evidence in the reading not to be true. I use my friend as an example because, like I said, that happened back in the late 80s, and for that to come through right out of the gate was telling that she knew that there was people present. I just believe that the gift that she has and she's able to share with others is something that is a great gift. And I think the fact that she tries to help people out is really a great thing.